0: Welcome to the Atlanta Fringe Audio
1: 2021, brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. To learn more about the Atlanta Fringe Festival, go to atlantafringe.org. This show is for general audiences. It may contain mild language, but has no overt violent or sexual content.
2: Sunshine in every window. Mrs. Roosevelt, distinguished guests, neighbors, supporters, converted skeptics, Governor Lehman. (laughs) It warms my heart to see such a dandy turnout on this bracing morning.
3: Bracing, Mr. Mayor.
2: In Washington, we would call this freezing. We think positive here. That's how we got to be the greatest city in the world. Today, we're chalking up another first. First public housing project in the country. First in New York, granted. And in the entire United States.
3: Oh, I hate to be a wet blanket, but respect for the truth compels me to speak out. On Friday, the president dedicated Techwood Homes in Atlanta. They beat you by four days.
2: I heard about that scheme. Won't be finished till next year. Neither will yours. This part's done. For the benefit of our radio listeners, we're on East Third Street between First Avenue and Avenue A. Nine months ago, this block was all slums, dating back to before the Civil War. They were a breeding ground for crime and misery. We tore them down and put up these magnificent apartments with courtyards, space, light, a window in every room, and sunshine in every window.
3: It's a glorious achievement. I join you in celebrating that.
2: Until recently, this project was called experiment number one, a name befitting its national significance, but too bureaucratic for my taste. We've got a new name now. Ladies and gentlemen, on this historic morning of December 3rd, 1935, I invite our first lady to officially open first houses.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I'm deeply honored. Before I proceed, perhaps Mayor LaGuardia would like to acknowledge one outstanding individual the driving force behind this venture.
2: Uh, Currently playing the humble role of ribbon holder. Of course, we'd never have gotten anywhere without his generosity. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Mr. Vincent Astor.
3: (laughs) Actually, I was referring to Mrs. Mary Kinsbury-Sinkovich.
4: Stuff and nonsense, Eleanor. Cut the ribbon and let's move on. There's an abolish the slum's luncheon waiting. Always the practical one, Mary. I hope we have enough sandwiches. Tenants
3: of first houses, in you go. The apartments are also open to the public for two weeks. This is just the beginning.
1: You shouldn't be so modest, Mary.
4: I'm an Episcopalian.
1: So's LaGuardia. Doesn't stop him from blowing his trumpet.
4: Monkeys enjoy performing. I'm content to grind the organ. I'll
1: never forget how you set the ball rolling. Last year, in that vile room. It was up there somewhere, wasn't it?
4: I have absolutely no recollection.
2: (laughs) Hmm. Knuckles! Knuckles!
5: Ma, could you keep the kids quiet? I'm expecting a visitor. Come on through, Mrs. S. Leave the door propped open. Hello? Who the devil are you? Get out.
1: Oh, take it easy, girl. Mrs. Simkovich asked me to meet her here.
5: Then wait for her downstairs.
1: I'd sooner not.
5: You can't come barging in without being
1: introduced. I don't feel quite safe outside. Graham. I have every right to be here. I I own this place. Uh, it belongs to young Mister Axter. I see. I need no introduction. You aren't young. I was. uh, Once. uh, How long have you been referring to young Mr. Astor?
5: All my life. Oh. Guess you can hang about then.
1: Much obliged.
5: But you aren't getting the chair.
1: One can't have everything.
5: Oh, which reminds me. I'm sorry about your father.
1: That was over twenty years ago. I never give it a moment's thought.
5: I do. All the time. Whenever any of us kids is greedy, Ma, Ma always says, um, remember what happened to old Mr. Astor. He went down with the Titanic. All his millions couldn't save him.
1: His fortune survived. Inheriting early enabled me to drop out of Harvard.
5: Ma means your
1: blessings. Not an easy task when one is swamped with advantages. My heart bleeds. What a hideous lamp. How on earth can you tolerate such ugliness? We can't afford taste. What? What is that smell? Which one? You should open a window. It's broken. Oh, well, let me have a go.
5: No, no leave it. Uh, my... Brother Angelo uh, managed to force it once, and it took all his muscles to shut it again. The stupido cracked the glass. If you touch it, it might shatter.
1: Both the frame and the pane obviously need replacing. Have you told my agent?
5: Don't make me laugh.
1: I pay repair bills every month.
5: For leaks and fires. It's nice to be dry and alive. We can do without fresh air.
1: I'm i'm feeling a, a bit nauseous uh, where's your bathroom
5: there's a shared toilet down the hall mind you if the aroma here is too much for you i'd give it a miss
1: bianca it's
5: me uh, come th- come on through mrs s oh there you
4: are mr astor
1: let's get straight down to it you were very clever inviting me here i've seen what a dump these properties are How much are you prepared to pay to take them off my hands?
4: I'm afraid I don't have access to any funds.
1: I understood you're the vice chairman of the New York City Housing Authority.
4: The authority is virtually penniless. We're reduced to selling bricks.
1: You said you had a business proposition, Mrs. Simcovich. I hope you haven't lured me here on false pretenses.
4: Have you seen today's paper? There's an article about the scandalous Astor slums. Well, let's see. Ah.
5: We're famous.
4: <laughs> Mr. Astor may find the notoriety rather <clears throat> embarrassing.
1: You've made your point. Look, I'd sell the whole blasted lot if I could find any takers.
4: We can issue a bond tax free to be paid out by the year 2000.
1: That's 66 years away. I'll be long dead.
4: You'll receive interest, or your estate will.
1: No cash up front?
4: Not one red cent.
1: All right. Shall we negotiate a price? $3.50 a square foot. Outrageous! The land alone is worth more than twice that! Remember what happens to greedy gutses.
4: Focus on the full value of the deal, Mr. Astor. You'll earn a reputation as a philanthropist.
1: Well, that'll be a novelty. So the total amount will be...
4: $189,281.31.
1: You've done your homework.
4: Would you like to check my figures?
1: Oh, I always trust perfectionists. Uh, Let's shake on it. Done. Done. I'll leave the arrangements in your capable hands.
4: It's best if you approach Mr. Post yourself. Let him think the deal was your idea. But
1: well, don't you want the credit?
4: Langdon's the authority chairman. I suspect he imagines I'm after his job. Let's not cause him any needless worry.
1: Very well. I'll, I'll call on him tomorrow. If, if you could just jot those figures down on a piece of
4: Thank you, Bianca, for letting us use your room. Anything for you, Mrs. S.
1: You realize they'll demolish your home? Good riddance.
4: We'll relocate all the tenants.
5: I want to live in the new place when it's finished. It it looks
1: spectacular. Are there some plans drawn up already?
4: Only a few rough sketches of mine. We haven't even decided on an architect yet.
1: The poor fellow won't know what hit him.
4: Now, now, let's
5: be off. Ciao, Mister Astor. Nice to meet you at last.
1: The pleasure's mutual. I had no idea the destitute could be so charming.
5: Well, Missus S found me a job in the garment factory. I've stopped being a streetwalker.
4: Bianca, no need to tell the entire world. Why
5: not? I'm proud of bettering myself.
1: Good for you. Uh, I hope we meet again.
5: There was a time when I would have given my eye teeth for
4: a sugar daddy like you.
1: Not anymore though?
4: Nope, we're both out of luck. (laughs) Goodbye, Bianca. Come along, Mr. Astor. I saw your chauffeur parked outside. He looks rather nervous.
1: My car's a sitting duck.
5: Ma, you'll never guess who I just met. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Astor agreed to this? It was his proposal. Man must be mad.
2: His fine sense of civic responsibility is making him extremely popular. The Stuyvesants are keen to follow suit.
0: I uh, prefer to be regarded as a skinflint landlord. My tenants don't dare be late with their rent. Mr. Muller, Andrew, may I call you Andrew? Call me what you like, won't do any good. We're offering you a chance to do some good. You're, you're plainly not a businessman, Mr. Mayor. Please, Fiorello. Let me give you a tip, Fiorello. When you're negotiating, never put all your cards on the table. I mean, don't come right out and say, uh, We've purchased a string of properties, but smack dab in the middle are two lots owned by you, Mr. Muller. Could we please have them? We desperately need them to make up the set. Don't you appreciate how
2: important this project is? I sure do. It'll boost the value of my land. Think bigger, man. We're creating history here. Don't you want to be a
0: part of it? Well, sure. Just pay me the market rate in cold, hard cash. I told you, we're flat broke. Then we're at a stalemate. Call me when you're flush.
2: Wait, Andrew! Keep this under your hat. The Public Works Administration has promised the city $25 million. Really? It might be years before we see any of it, but you can rest assured we've got secure federal government support.
0: I'm mighty glad to
2: hear it. Now let's sit down and work something out.
0: I'm in no rush. Thanks for spilling the beans. I'll hold on to my land for now and watch the value skyrocket.
4: (laughs) Oh, well, he's happy. Not a good sign. That
2: lousy two-bit upstart fancies he's a tycoon, a measly shopkeeper, and I have to be polite.
4: Oh, that must go against the grain. Give
2: me mobsters to smash, corrupt politicians to expose, but spare me from going cap in hand to a stubborn ass.
4: Uh, Mueller isn't the only one digging in his eels. We just heard from Roosevelt. The federal government will only finance a renovation. We can pull down every third building, but we have to leave the rest standing and fix them. Damn! No new construction.
2: So much for our dream of starting from scratch.
4: Well, let's take it on the chin. Next stop is to appoint an architect. I recommend Fred Ackerman.
2: It's the authority's decision, Mary. Whoever you folks pick is fine by me.
4: We're divided. We need strong leadership. If you favor Ackerman, we can move forward.
2: Ackerman, it is.
4: Will you tell Langdon? You know how paranoid he can be.
2: I can handle Langdon.
4: He's in his office now.
2: Leave him to me. If only handling Andrew Muller was so easy.
4: I'll do some investigating. See what I can come up with.
2: There's no dirt on him. We already looked.
4: (laughs) I meant investigate legal options.
2: Worth a shot.
5: Ah, uh, bravi, bravissimi! Bianca! <laughs> oh, lovely day for demolition! This is I haven't seen you for ages.
4: Oh, I've been busy. And so have you.
5: I always took precautions when I was in the life, but after I became a good girl, I,
4: I got careless. Any chance of a wedding ring? The father's
5: already married. Happily? Makes no difference. Catholics are in it for life.
4: So you'll be raising this child by yourself?
5: No fear. There are five kids in our family. Ma says, what's one more mouth to feed?
4: You're lucky she's so understanding. It's a
5: tight squeeze where we are now, but come October, we'll have our flash new apartment.
4: Ah, I trust you submitted your application? We got onto it nice
5: and early. We stood in line in the snow for hours, uh, all of us, even Ma.
4: Guess how many people have applied? Hundreds
5: and hundreds, I bet.
4: Over four thousand. Wow, for for how many apartments? 122. Oh,
5: most families will will miss out. What a shame.
4: We never dreamed there'd be so much demand.
5: Hope I don't get too snooty living in such a sought-after address.
4: Bianca, I'm not involved in the selection process, but... I thought they weren't making any decisions till later in the year. Yeah, that's right. Even some former tenants will be disappointed. We know, but
5: our family lived up there for three generations. That's bound to count.
4: Um, I I imagine so. Hey, isn't that... uh,
5: Mr. Astor! Uh,
4: Mr. Astor! Oh, he's coming over. Uh, how do I look? Pregnant.
5: Well, if, if I stand front on, he he mightn't see.
1: Ladies! Fancy meeting you here.
5: Uh, apparently
4: we all had the same idea.
5: Must have been a whole year since we met Mr. Astor. But I bet you remember me saying I was looking forward to the demolition.
1: I'm not sure how to answer that. Uh, if I say I don't remember, you'll be insulted and... If I say I do, you'll think I'm uh, pursuing you.
4: Which would hardly be appropriate, given Bianca's condition.
1: Ah, uh-huh. um, felicities and um, all that.
4: I-, I must get back to work. I just popped down to see the project finally underway.
1: Seen what the papers are calling it? The Aster Project.
4: Uh, yes, we've asked them not to, but we can't control the press.
1: Personally, I- I'm enjoying the positive publicity.
4: So are we, Mr. Astor. Your name's a boon for us.
1: You just said you asked the press not to use it.
4: Huh. What better way to get them to? Good day.
1: I like her. <laughs> so do I. We have something in common.
5: Are are you implying that I have nothing else in common with a respectable gentleman?
1: Please excuse my clumsiness. I I have no idea what to say to a young lady in a a family way.
5: Do you have any children?
1: Unfortunately not.
5: You're married, though, aren't you?
1: Yes, but... uh... You were frank about your private life last time, Bianca. I'm half inclined to uh, reciprocate.
5: Feel free. I'm a good listener. I had to be in my old job.
1: Well then, uh, I'm a lonely man.
5: They all say that, hardly being frank.
1: My wife prefers women.
5: Oh, so that's why you don't have any kids.
1: No, that is a uh, medical situation.
5: I thought you were going to be frank.
1: I caught mumps on my wedding day. Left me sterile. Mumps? You're keeping a straight face. <laughs> I'm impressed. You
5: should hear some of the things I've heard.
1: I didn't plan today, Bianca, but... I can't say the thought of you didn't cross my mind.
5: Well, uh- Stop right there, I've I've got a fella.
1: Only to be expected. Uh, (laughs) Forgive me, uh, I'm an oaf.
5: Tell you what, Mr. Oster, uh, would you like to be a godfather?
1: I'd be delighted.
5: That's settled then. By the way, what is your first name? Vincent. Vincent, Vinny. nice Italian name for a baby boy. Uh,
1: if you have a son, wouldn't you like to call him after his father? Uh, Mario's wife wouldn't approve. Mine couldn't care less. Sure.
5: Yeah. They've reached our old apartment.
1: You'll get a better view further along. There it goes.
2: I love it! When they knocked down every third building, the others became structurally unstable. A danger to human life. So we got to bulldoze the whole block.
4: I knew we could rely on Ackerman. What do you mean? A more skilled engineer might have quietly figured out a way to prop up the walls, but no one can beat Ackerman at writing a damning report.
2: Gotta hand it to me. I always pick the right people.
4: Oh, so Ackerman was your idea?
2: No, Mary, but you were.
4: Don't let your head get too swollen. You also appointed May Lumsden.
2: What's wrong with her?
4: Oh, absolutely nothing. If she applied for one of the apartments, she'd qualify with flying colors. I hear she's only accepting the very finest types.
2: She's only doing her job. We don't want any riffraff.
4: I can understand her screening out criminals, but banning idleness and poor hygiene?
2: We're under the spotlight, Mary. The whole country's watching.
4: Then why not represent the whole country?
2: Competition is the American way.
4: She's excluding non whites. Is that the American way?
2: Don't blame segregation on her. Every block around here is segregated.
4: We should take a stand, Fiorello.
2: Let's fight one battle at a time. Look at this construction site. No discrimination here.
4: Except against trade unionists.
2: Nothing to do with us. If the federal government insists on hiring relief workers, that's their business. They're paying.
4: For cheap labor. The unions are already grumbling.
2: You can't please everyone.
4: Uh, I pray it doesn't all boil over.
2: Cheer up, Mary. Here comes Muller. Let's have some fun.
4: Oh, you're not seriously going to... Uh... Oh, yes, I am.
0: Got a message from your office.
4: And your old
2: son. Glad you can make it. I assume you're ready to bow to my terms? Sorry for dragging you onto a construction site. All this dust. Look at your shoes. Allow me.
0: Mighty Grand is seeing in such an accommodating mood. Well, there's a smudge on your nose. Got it. So how much are you offering for my buildings?
2: What buildings? I don't see any buildings. What have you done with them? They were at risk of collapsing. Had to be condemned. Oh, you low down skunk. Shame we couldn't notify you sooner. It was an urgent matter of public safety. I'll make you pay for this. We're happy to,
0: at a price we set. You ain't getting one square inch of my land now.
2: We've already appropriated both lots. You can't confiscate my property. We just did. I'll see you in court. Can't wait. We're keen to set a legal precedent for taking private land for low-cost housing. Well, that's communism. It's common sense. I'll leave you to get the paperwork for Miss Simcovich. Simcovich? Are you Russian?
4: My husband is. Hoo oh, hoo!
0: Connie's everywhere. LaGuardiavich calls himself a Republican, but he's as red as Roosevelt oh. Scab! Scab!
1: Scab! Scab!
0: Scab! No scab labor.
1: Scab! Union scab labor. Union scab! Fellow laborers!
2: Scab! 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 I respect your democratic right to demonstrate peacefully, but you're blocking the streets. Move on! I'll send in the police!
4: Just spoke to Bill from the Times. He estimates there are 1,500 protesters.
2: Plus him and all the other reporters. Damn this publicity.
4: The relief workers can't get through to the site. More delays. We're already over a month behind schedule.
2: What are we going to do, Mary?
4: For once, I haven't the foggiest. Mrs. S, they've
5: they've rejected our whole family. On what grounds? It's all my fault. The the eldest daughter is not only an unwed mother, mother, she has plied a certain trade, the explicit mention of which could solely this document.
4: May Lumsden.
5: In short, irrevocably unsuitable.
4: Makes my blood boil. Will you help us? Oh, I, I would if I could, but I have no influence over the selection committee. Well, can't you have a friendly word with, with Mrs. Lumsden? Huh, we're hardly friends. In fact... You'd lose even more points if she knew you associate with me. Is there no hope? I'm so sorry, Bianca.
5: This isn't fair. Ma and my brothers and sisters never did anything wrong.
4: If it's any consolation, the whole project's in jeopardy. Any more in these demonstrations and the federal government will pull the plug.
5: That's Mario's goal. What? Who? Mario, my fella, Vinnie's dad.
4: How is he involved in all this?
5: He's a, let me get this straight. Chairman of the New York State Laborers Political Action Committee.
4: Tell me dear, do you have much sway over him?
5: I can twist him around my little finger just have to mention his wife.
4: Could you get him to call off the demonstrations? Why should I?
5: What do I care if your project goes down the toilet?
2: Look at me, Signorina. Do you know who I am? Not. May Lumston's boss.
4: <laughs> Come with us, Bianca.
5: Lovely and warm in here, isn't it, Mrs. Roosevelt?
3: Very cozy.
5: We've got our own toilet, and they fumigated our furniture.
1: The room smells wonderful. I'm glad Vinny's behaving himself. My godson, Eleanor.
3: Godson? Is that a euphemism?
1: I'm happy for everyone to think so.
5: You've got five kids, haven't you, Mrs. Roosevelt? They're not kids anymore. They've all left home now. Well, if you'd like to be a godmother. Bianca! We've got a gorgeous playground outside.
2: Plus an indoor games room for when it rains.
1: Ackerman thought of everything.
5: Just like in those sketches
1: of yours, Mrs. S.
4: Have a muffin, Bianca!
1: I'm financing playgrounds and parks and schools all over the country. I used to be a slum baron. Now, I'm a humanitarian benefactor.
4: Vincent, no need to tell the entire world.
1: (laughs) Well, well, why not? I'm proud of bettering myself.
4: Raise your muffins, everyone, to first houses. First First
1: houses. First houses.
5: First step on the road to prosperity. Well, our family's already prosperous. We've
2: got a room
4: with two windows, so.
2: Look, the sun's coming out.
4: The sun's coming in.
2: Fiorello LaGuardia was played by Mark Gordon in New York, New York.
3: Eleanor Roosevelt was played by Nancy Winnicourt in Providence, Rhode
1: Island.
4: Mary Kingsbury Simcovich was played by Lori Brune in Columbia, Maryland.
1: Vincent Astor was played by Chris Erith in Framingham, Massachusetts.
5: Bianca was played by Kira Hoeg in Los Angeles, California.
1: Andrew Moeller
0: was played by Fred Harlow in San Diego, California. The virtual stage manager was Tyler Miller in London, Ontario.
3: Written, directed, and edited by Rex McGregor in Auckland, New Zealand.
1: Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021 is brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. You can binge on Fringe, on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you like this piece, leave a comment or review wherever you listen to podcasts.